With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, intuitive astrologer and numerologer. everybody and thank you for joining us today on the uh, episode for the new moon in Gemini. I have two guests with me today. I have Cleo Buffew who will be leading us through a Gemini meditation as we get toward the end of the show and my friend Jana who is from New Moon Manifesting who will be uh, talking to us at various times throughout the show today about the new moon and manifesting and uh, I actually and have a lot of different transits that are coming up for this next week and actually carrying us into the summer. And so I want to get right to those because they're going to get pretty in-depth. And I want everybody to remind, be reminded that you can call in with your questions at one eight seven seven two nine six zero three four five, And uh, we'll also be taking some callers for new moon readings today. So let's get started. Uh, I think the biggest news coming up for uh, this week, at least, is the fact that Neptune, the planet of illusion and dreams and imagination, is going retrograde on June 7th, just tomorrow. And it will be retrograde until November 13th. So we've got about, oh, what is that, four or five months' worth of Neptune being in retrograde motion, meaning from our position here on the Earth, it appears to be moving backwards through the sky. Of course, it isn't really. It's just that we are a much faster planet, and so it appears to us that these slower-moving planets can sometimes change direction and move differently. Um, However, on an archetypical uh, scale, when a planet like Neptune goes into retrograde motion, it tends to be much more powerful for us than it is when it's moving in direct motion. Direct motion meaning it's moving forward as opposed to backwards. So what we can expect over the next several months is an increase in the things that are ruled by Neptune. For instance, an increase in our sensitivity, uh, an increase in our receptivity. And Neptune rules our connection to spirit. And so we can also expect that our intuitive faculties will be increased. For example, you may feel very much more in tune uh, with your your gut instincts or, or with your inner knowing and become much more aware of the uh, unseen um, dimensions. So, uh, for example, hearing your guides or angels or, you know, what doesn't matter what you really call them, but just being able to hear uh, that inner voice in a much stronger way. 
Of course, this also means that our feelings are more astute during this time. We sense ourselves and others more um, more accurately. So uh, don't be surprised if you just know while you're talking to somebody on the phone or while you see them walking down the street that you get a complete picture almost of what it is they might be feeling or dealing with, um, especially out there if you're a counselor, a healer, or in some way doing uh, readings for people, um, you know, card readings and things like that. For you people, you're already, uh, your uh, intuitive faculties are already fine-tuned. And so this brings a much more acute sense to uh, that particular sixth sense, if you will. So it's very important during these next few months that we listen to our inner voices. And if we're not able to do that, once um, Neptune begins to move direct in November, we may be overcome by feelings of disillusion or dissatisfaction with our lives as we look back and, and chastise ourselves for not listening when we have the chance. So be very aware of that over the next coming months. When you get a hit that this is something you need to do or someplace you need to be, don't second-guess yourself because your senses are highly acute at this time. Um, talk about your feelings and what you are sensing with people that you meet. Be open with yourself about what you're sensing. Uh, that doesn't mean that you outwardly blame somebody or make it sound like, you know, that they're angry and that's something bad, but, you know, be able to open up the communication lines uh, to talk frankly and earnestly about the things that you yourself are feeling or what you might be sensing coming from them. But also remember that other people are also uh, being affected by this kind of sensitivity. So, so be compassionate and kind as people may be expressing various forms of frustration, anger, guilt, all the different kinds of feelings may come up. And for those of us that do a lot of work uh, in the psychic realms, we may find ourselves in psychic overload during this time. So it's very important to uh, be working uh, with your guides and to make sure that you have protected yourselves and uh, Jana, we're going to be talking to you a little bit later about some of the essential oils that you work with, and so maybe you could be thinking about some of the things that might be used to help protect us during this time. And this is also a time uh, for you to be to avoid drugs or alcohol um, or any harsh chemicals, loud noises, or or harsh environments, uh, because if you're already in an overly sensitized mode then any little thing can trigger a, a huge response in the physical, in the mental, emotional, and even in the spiritual. Now, for those of you who are listening who were born between, oh, let's say, early 1961 and early 1963, this particular Neptune retrograde is occurring at 6 degrees Pisces, which puts it in conjunction with the natal position of your Chiron. And Chiron is the planet that we are um, talking about when we're, we're working with our wounds uh, or when we're having to heal through emotional traumas and things that are uh, maybe from past lives or e even from our uh, younger lives here on the planet this lifetime. So expect those wounds to be triggered. And then you can also expect healing to occur as most of us 61 to 63, or 1961 to 63, are in our Chiron return um, or getting ready to experience the Chiron return, which really opens the pathways to healing of the wounds that we've carried with us in this lifetime. 
So backing up this Neptune retrograde, just as if we needed more fun and play, is an ongoing grand water trine. So let's talk about that for a minute, because a trine is a, an astrological term that talks about three planets that are in a 120-degree angle to each other. And a trine is a, a place where we, we often think of it as being beneficial, of the energy flowing freely, and a trine can also be a place where where we become sort of lazy. Uh, it's almost like you know we have these gifts and they're working for us, where if we would just take one extra little step, we could be great, um, but we sort of seem to be in a groove. And so sometimes uh, a trine can be a sort of negative thing. It can not necessarily hold you back, but you may not, uh, find yourself um, actually striving for much because things come so easily. Now, during this particular time, and enhanced because of the Neptune retrograde, is our increase in creative potential. Um, there's also an emotional intensity that kind of characterizes this whole uh, period of time. And the reason uh, this grand water trine is so interesting is because one piece of it, and that's cancer, first of all, the water signs are cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. And that means we must have planets in each of those three signs in order to have a, a water trine. And so what we find is that we have uh, Saturn in Scorpio, and we have Neptune in Pisces, and then in Cancer, we have a whole host of the inner planets that are you know, leaving Gemini or soon to be leaving Gemini, making up the third leg of this particular trine. And so earlier today I posted on Facebook that this was seemingly, it, it felt like these were going to be waves of energy that would wash over us over the next few weeks and actually into July and, and almost into August. And that's because each of the planets... Uh, Mercury, Venus, the Moon, the Sun, Jupiter, and Mars will be each of them passing through the early degrees of Cancer and completing that trine. And each of them, of course, have a different flavor and a different uh, part of your life that they rule. So, for instance, Mercury passed through this section a couple of weeks ago. And what we saw is that particular wave bringing us to uh, a place where we can envision something different, something uh, our, our imagination is almost being triggered by that particular um, transit into being able to see beyond where we are. And um, we were looking at our thinking processes and places where we had gotten ourselves stuck into a certain kind of thinking. And so in this particular place, we were able to start creating beyond that. Maybe ideas were occurring to you that hadn't occurred to you before, but there were there's a sense of openings coming uh, for you in, in terms of the mind and ideas. And then right now, Venus is filling that particular span of degrees in Cancer, and Venus uh, is there until tomorrow. And Venus re is all about our values and how we relate to each other, our relationships. And so this particular time then is about valuing and relating. Uh, the next piece that will go through this is going to be the moon, which is in uh, connection to our new moon in Gemini, and that will be the 9th and the 10th of June. And the moon and then the sun, of course, is also going to be sitting at this degree for a while as we move further down. And so this new moon sort of is the trigger for a whole lot of 
integration-type energies. Um, and also because the moon is reflecting the light of the sun, it brings up the idea of illumination. And uh, earlier on a talk show I was listening to today, uh, we were talking about the number 11. And in, the, in numerology, the number 11 is often uh, associated with illumination. And so we get this idea that uh, the light bulb is going to be going on for a lot of us. And then we can be integrating new ideas, new feelings, a newfound sense of who we are uh, into our world. Uh, and then as we get into uh, later June, we get from June 21st through 27th, uh, we actually have the sun sitting at that degree. And then within that same time period, Jupiter sitting at that same degree. And um, also Jupiter will be here until the end of July. And so then what we get is this energy of blessings of expansion, of growth. And so if we've been able to incorporate some of these other waves that have been coming through, then this particular wave really begins to turn the tide for us, where we can really see the light sort of at the end of the tunnel. And then lastly, as we get into July, Mars, the planet of action, will be sitting in these same early degrees of cancer and completing this grand water trine. And then we have the energy of implementing, the energy of action and activating. And so if it seems for the next few weeks, even into early July, that you have a lot of ideas but it's not quite time to enact them, Take heart because the planet Mars will move through this particular part uh, as we get into July, and that will be the better time to see that these things take place. And, oh, by the way, just to have some fun, Mercury goes retrograde in the midst of all of this, which I don't want to get into too much today. But, you know, we, we all know that Mercury retrograde has a tendency to create upsets, changes, I always say it gives us a case of the re-re's because we have to reevaluate, rethink, redo, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so it will be sandwiched in between all of these waves. So I really get a sense that as we move into July, that's going to be the better time for us to act, after the new moon in July, by the way. All right. So we also have Mercury in opposition to Pluto right now, for the next couple of days anyway. Mercury in Cancer is opposing Pluto in Capricorn. And to me, this one really shows us how we can change our minds because Mercury rules the mind and our thought processes. Pluto is in Capricorn, and it is fundamentally changing the structure around and the forms around those things that we take for granted. For example, um, I, I, when Capricorn was first playing host to um, the, the planet Pluto, our economy turned, and that was when we began that recession. And so it really showed us that any place where things were weak or unsustainable, the planet Pluto was going to undermine that and and bring it to a crash, uh, or at least to a place where it was no longer stable and would have to be re reformulated, let's say, or reformed. And um, in this particular instance, what's needing re re reformation, if you will, is our thoughts and our minds and the way that we uh, work with the things that are coming into our minds, the thoughts that are coming into our minds. In other words, this is a process of becoming conscious, conscious thinkers, conscious co-creators. And um, so for the next several days while this is in action, try to listen to what's going on in your mind. What, what are your thoughts coming up? Uh, what are you telling yourself every day? 
And the last uh, transit that's coming up this weekend is Mars squaring Neptune. And this is another, you know, these two planets, they're not in a real um, synergy, if you will. Mars likes action and clear-cut planning. Neptune is never very clear. It's very murky, foggy, um, hard to pin down. And so when you have these two planets in a 90-degree relationship to each other, it creates conflict and challenges. And the best that we can do through this particular time period is to keep our thoughts clear and to keep uh, your eye on what it is that you desire, uh, keep your intentions clear, because remembering that this is happening all in in alignment with this new moon, which is all about creating intentions, Uh, So we'll want to make sure that we don't let our thoughts get in there and start messing around uh, with what our intentions are. Um, For instance, setting a very powerful intention, but then the thought coming in, well, why, why do you think you can have that in your life kind of thinking, which then brings down the energy of that intention. So we'll want to be very careful over these next few uh, days and weeks as these particular transits begin and end uh, a whole host of other things happening as we get further on into the summer. All right, so let's start talking about that new moon. I have my two guests on today, Jana and Cleo. Are you both in there listening right now? I am. I am Cleo, are you there too? Yay, thank you so much. Thank you so much, both of you, for being here with us today. because the new moon in Gemini here, as we can kind of see from some of the listings that I just gave you, is sort of the catalyst for a whole lot of stuff. And um, it's kind of amazing to me that this kind of catalyzing energy is happening um, right at this particular moment when we've come through some very tricky energies through the spring, and now we're setting up the summer to actually be able to blast right into uh, a whole new way of being. Sounds pretty good, right? <laughs> Sounds like it can be a lot of chaos, though, for people, too. Do you have any suggestions on what we can do to sort yeah. of balance ourselves? Yeah, yes, actually, and that's why I kind of wanted to talk with you today about something completely out of the normal uh, of, of astrology, and that's the fact that I noticed uh, I was on your website, newmoonmanifesting.com, and I realized that you do a lot of work with essential oils, don't you? I do. I added them into my practice about a year ago, and the only reason that I added them was uh, I could just, from an intuitive perspective, I could feel the vibration within these oils. And I actually received an amazing um, email yesterday from a gal who said, I never thought I could heal this quickly with such a small investment. And to me, it was just a testimony of how powerful um, these oils are and how they can really benefit and help people heal. Yeah, that, and so so I'm wondering then, is there particular oils that might support people through this particular time? Do you have oils that um, vibrate to the energy of the planets even? Um, I'm, I'm not positive if they vibrate to the energy of specific planets, but one of the big things I think with you, you talked about the water trine and how valuable that is and how that can be a big transition. Our emotions flow through the water within our bodies. And so anything we can do to help us stay grounded. So any of the tree oils such as spruce and um, fir or frankincense, um, anything like that that helps us stay grounded and connected to the earth would really help. And especially with the Gemini energy because we get caught in the heads and we think more logically and rationally. And so we really want to make sure that we 
are kind of getting out of that piece of it so that we can be more intuitive in our hearts versus in our heads. So any tree oils would really help with that. I, and I love frankincense. I just love the way I feel when I smell that uh, that fragrance. So mm-hmm. that, that might be a really good one. Um, a, a thought just came to me as you were talking about the rational thinking processes of Gemini. And then if you throw Neptune in the mix, what you get is irrational rationality. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's going to be, I know, you feel like, like you're on a roller coaster. <laughs> Indeed. I mean, it's scary. It really is kind of scary to think about, um, you know, kind of giving in to that tide. I mean, I, I can imagine a surfer as you're getting out there paddling, you know, out to the wave, and then you get that top of that wave. I mean, the exhilaration that comes when you break through the fear. And that's kind of what this time is going to be like. And the new moon in Gemini is setting us up for um, maybe what could be termed like an overcoming of a lot of the things that have held us back in the past. And I find that to be very uh, comforting as a Gemini myself and, you know, facing, you know, this host of, of energies and having been hit by these energies over the last several weeks. Um, so, you know, and, and Cleo, you do a lot of meditation. In fact, you've, you know, pr- uh, given us this beautiful meditation that we'll do at the end of the show today. You know, what can people do maybe from a meditation practice to help soothe themselves during this time? Well, I think Jana said a very important thing, and that's about grounding yourself. That we have a tendency to forget about being out in the world, and most of us are out there ungrounded. And so one of the things that I do is, I, I, and I, I mean, some of my friends can tell, they'll just go, um, um, Cleo, are you grounded right now? Come back, Cleo. <laughs> and, and the answer is usually, oops. But a technique you could do is um, imagine yourself as a tree, and I mean a really healthy, powerful tree that has a really powerful root system. And just see those roots centering you right into the earth. And then imagining a taproot coming down your spine that's the strength of the core of the tree as it is you as well. And letting that actually spin into the center of the earth and connect with the earth's core, which is actually a crystal. And if if you do that, and you'll find that once you practice that a little bit, you can do that in about two seconds. But it's 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 about honoring the earth, Gaia, and your connection. And that'll get you through a lot of things. That's great. Great, great, because I always forget about that. You know, sometimes I can get, I don't know if if, if you guys have had this experience, but where there's just so much energy or information coming through the system that I, I veritably just sit here kind of almost vibrating and not knowing where to start, feeling so scattered that um, maybe my other Geminis out there have felt this or or uh, those of you of Mercury prominent in your charts, where sometimes um, the only thing you really can do is go through a grounding process because there's just so much. And I feel like that's where we're going to be over the next few weeks is that so much coming in at us. Um, And for those of us who are very rational, um, what is that, right brain, left brain thinkers, um, there's going to be a lot of issues with a lot of this irrational energy coming in uh, or energy that's not quite, you know, perfectly able to be categorized or, or, you know, put in a box in some way. So 
that's re- really good to keep in mind. Um, I want to take a quick break right here to thank all of my listeners for joining us today at the New Moon in Gemini. For those of you who have just arrived, you're listening to intuitive astrologer Janet Hickox from Living Astrology on the Authentic You Radio Network. And what I do is help people find answers for and bring clarity to personal life challenges. If you would like to learn more about the services I offer, please visit my website at living-astrology.com. That's living-astrology.com. So what I'd like to do now is kind of give everybody an idea of the things that Gemini rules and what the new moon in Gemini uh, brings up for us in in terms of the experiences and so forth. So for one thing, Gemini rules motion of every kind. So that means, you know, automobiles, trains, planes, and automobiles. I loved that movie. That was funny. Um, Short trips. Gemini is kind of the ruler of the, the, the trips that we take, like for summer vacations and so forth. Transportation systems, um, restless energy, and excitable energies. And it is also the sign that we think of in terms of ruling our mind, the mind processes in learning and in teaching. So things like factual information and media, especially print media, the Internet, and all of the uh, things that t- ideas that take us into you know various categories of learning uh, come under Gemini. It also rules communication, so how we talk, write, um, and listen even falls into that, because as we all know, effective communication is not just one way; it's a two-way street. And it also rules the uh, teaching. And often, under a new moon, a lot of people might begin uh, new training programs or, you know, go to school for the first time in a long time. And it's a, it's a great way to, to have a new beginning in learning something. Um, it also rules those parts of our mind dedicated to logic. So being aware of options, um, being clever, and thinking sort of uh, around something. Like if you can't solve the problem one way, uh, a real good Uh, exercise is to think of all of the different ways that you might be able to solve a problem in being ingenious and uh, thinking outside of the box, I guess you could say. Um, Gemini is also a very social sign, and so all of the social skills fall under the rulership here, and that would be things like uh, being uh, able to uh, be in a conversation with people, to have a very sociable, outgoing nature, enjoying the moment. I can tell you from experience, the one thing Geminis really enjoy is talking and being with um, people and, um, you know, an exchange of ideas. Um, they're also, the, the Gemini rules our relationships, like with brothers and sisters, your neighbors, your classmates or schoolmates, and even roommates. So, you know, there are a lot of different things that come under this. Um, including the overactive mental processes, for example, indecision, nervousness, word trickery. You know how uh, there's a slippery slope when we start using words. Um, If you watch politicians, I swear they're all Geminis or have Gemini strung in their chart because they know how to use words and make you think one thing and it's possibly meaning something else. Not all politicians, by the way, so I don't mean that. Um, And there's also, you know, Excessive questioning, 
Gemini is sometimes a sign that's so curious that they have to keep asking, you know, why, what, how, who. It reminds me of a, what is it, a three-year-old, five-year-old, two-year-old even, where the question's always, why, why? (laughs) And as far as the body is concerned, uh, the health-related parts of Gemini, are they rule the hands and arms and wrists, uh, shoulders, basically almost everything you have two of uh, in the upper part of the body including your lungs, and uh, also rules the, the nervous system in the body. So if you find yourself on a, on a short nervous um, uh, thread, that's why, because, you know, this new moon in Gemini and a lot of planets in Gemini. And, you know, um, Jana, on your site, you really tune into what's going on with the new moon, don't you, each month, because you do a webinar or a, a conference call with people, don't you? Yes, I've got a class tonight. And can I add two more things that Gemini rules? Yes. It also influences our second as well as our fifth chakras. And so what that means is in our second chakra, this is where we are stepping into our individual power. We're stepping away from the tribe or the family. And if there's any um, issues where you felt powerless, then they may be coming up at this time. And the fifth chakra relates to the second chakra because the fifth chakra has to do with speaking our voice. This is in our throat area. And so it's it's speaking our power, basically. And so, again, there may be issues coming up related to this that um, you may be able to see things that you can heal related, I mean, around this new moon, or um, identify areas where you can, you know, gain strength and courage through this process. So it's a, I think it's a very fascinating time. It's a, a time where we're really kind of looking at the self and, like you said before, sort of evaluating who we are and where we're going with everything. It's going to be a very powerful lunation. Yes, indeed. Now, tell us more about your live conference calls that you do, because you do them both at the new moon and the full moon, right? Absolutely. Um, I Similar to what this call is, I talk a little bit about what the what's going on with the moon and talk a little bit more about how um, we can use the lunar cycles to heal our emotions because um, whatever we want in this life, we have to attract to us. We are attractive beings. We are magnetic. And in order for us to do that, we need to match the vibration of what we want. So if you're wanting more love or money or better health or what whatever, you need to match the vibration of those things. And the biggest thing that stands between us and what we want are our emotions. So if you can clear the guilt or the shame or the resentments or the anger, um, any of the lower vibrating emotions, then you're going to be, you know, you're going to raise your vibe and get to a, a place where you'll attract better stuff to you. So that's sort of the emphasis of the of the classes that I teach. That's great. And... Um I think you, I think I've been on your website, and I think you have them listed there, all the dates and so forth for the upcoming moons, right? Yes, we do, and we're okay, getting so ready to launch a new website, so it's coming soon. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow! So now tell the listeners how they can reach you then, or how they can get involved with your your calls. Absolutely, you can reach us at newmoonmanifesting.com, and you can go to the registration page and join. Um, the new moon, the full moon, or the essential oil class that we teach. And I'll actually be, um, I'm traveling a bit this summer teaching live classes, so I will be in Seattle on June 27th teaching a free 
emotional healing and stress reduction class, and I'll be in New York on uh, August 21st, and then there'll be some other dates that are coming up. So some some cool things that are coming up in the getting out there and and meeting people face to face versus just over the these lines that we've got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are you going to be in Seattle? In Bothell. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you um, at a spiritual center there? Or? It's at, a, I believe, an esthetician's office. Oh, great. I, was, I wasn't the one that set it up, but I will have information on my website by this weekend related to that. Oh, great. So for those of us in the uh, Washington area, Seattle's an easy get-to, uh, unless, of course, you're trying to get over the Skagit Bridge right now, which is broken. Um, oh, right. But <laughs> hopefully by middle of June they said they would have a temporary up for us, so that that will be a good thing. And then you said in New York at, in uh, August 21st, did you say? August 21st. Great. And well, I'm not sure those... the location. They've uh, I've got somebody that's setting up the location for me, and I'll have more details on the website. So, Great. Yeah, I'm excited about everything that's coming up. Um, something I just saw on uh, my chat window it, that reminded me that this is something else that comes up, especially with Neptune going uh, in retrograde motion. Somebody on here is named Supernatural Radio. I don't know who you are, but you just made me trigger on the fact that a lot of supernatural-type phenomena is experienced during a Neptune retrograde as well. So people, don't be afraid of things that happen out of the ordinary. The supernatural uh, is way more natural during uh, Neptune retrograde. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Now, I have a couple of charts that I want to do for people today. And, uh, Jeff, I'm going to have you bring on Susan so we can talk about her new moon chart with her. Susan, are you out there? I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Wonderful. How are you doing? You know, much, much better. Thank you. Very good, very good. So uh, I sent you a copy of your chart, right? So you have that in front of you? Oh, today? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I've been a little busy today, so no, I haven't seen it yet, but I'll go go ahead. I'll look for okay, it. Okay, yeah, you, you don't need it in front of you to, to work through this, but I, I discovered that something I'd forgotten about your chart, which is that you have an Aries rising sign, so yes. that all of these particular moons are happening in the same houses that they rule. So, for instance, uh, the house that is ruled by Gemini is the third house, and the third house, of course, is the house of communication. And so your particular new moon is occurring right at the dividing line between the second and the third house. In fact, I think it must be probably 18 degrees or close to it. 17 Gemini is the cusp of your third house, and this new moon is at 18 degrees of Gemini. Uh-huh. And so that puts it in the beginning phases of a third house transit meaning that a lot of things are happening for you around the communications field. And that can also relate to things around teaching um, and also uh, the learning processes. And I and I just happen to know some background here for you and that you're helping another woman right now get launch her website and to get all of that done. And mm-hmm. as you would guess, this is also a time for learning about networking and setting some powerful intentions about, you know, creating a network and getting those uh, players into position that can support uh, the launch of of a website or a business or of any other type of thing that you want to undertake. So pretty Uh powerful for you. Cool. (laughs) Very, very welcomed information. 
<laughs> um, interesting for you, too, is that uh, for all of the listeners, uh, whenever I look at a new moon chart, I'm not only looking at where the new moon is, but I'm also looking at what's the first planet that the sun is or the the moon is going to hit after uh, it hits the new phase, because that often shows me um, what direction things are going to take for you. And for you, Susan, the new moon occurs just a few degrees shy of the position of Jupiter in your natal chart. So this tells me that once the moon hits new here, that if you can connect yourself very powerfully to an intention around what you're trying to begin here, you know, what it is that you're trying to network, what it is that you're trying to communicate, um, and who you're going to communicate it to and with, um, then the next stop is Jupiter, and Jupiter takes on growth and expansion. And so this is a very powerful lunation for you. Um, even if I didn't have a hit that we needed to do yours today, um, this would have been a great time for you to have a new moon reading, <laughs> just so wow. that you would know that there's a lot of good stuff happening for you in this area. And then as you get later into this particular month, then Mars also comes through here and hits the same position that the new moon was in, and then uh, hits your Jupiter. So you've got a lot of things happening here uh, that are positioning you for a lot of growth and for a lot of good things. So my advice to you then during this particular time uh, as Uh you set your intentions for this particular new moon is that it's Uh around what you want to communicate. What is your message? Um, Who do you want to communicate that to? This is unreal. I, I... It came this morning. I mean, it just kind of was like downloaded this morning after months and months and months of struggle and looking at this facet and that facet. But, yeah, then there's this and there's this. And today the clarity was just there. It was just there. Ah, I love it. Do you want to share with us what you're going to do or is it a secret? No, I mean, and you know, Janet, I am helping um, a friend launch a virtual healing center um, in the sales and marketing capacity, but in taking a look at, at how my coaching is evolving because it's been it's been growing organically. It's nothing that I've decided I want to change. I'm just sitting back and watching what's coming in. And you know I've been a beliefs coach for many, many, many years and that's still a very integral part of what I'm doing but I know you'll understand this when I share this with you because um, you and I have talked about this a while back, and I really am supposed to take this this spiritual integration program that I have been talking about and chewing on and um, everything that I've been doing up to this point. And, you know, the point of it is at one time we were all drawn to these incredible, wonderful healers and we'd walk into the auditorium or we'd listen to the CD or the book and we were so it we just resonated with us and then we put the book down the CD down and walk out of the theater and we're back into our chaos mhm and and it was it was about being at a place where you and I both know that the planet you just got through saying with this new moon and what's happening that people are waking up in in mass and um if you're not if you're not accustomed to what it feels like to go through that awakening it's scary it's draining it's it's tiring it's whatever it is 
So I say that, um, you know, spirit will whisper in your ear and you say, yes, I hear you, but I'm busy. <laughs> and then, right? And then yeah, so, yeah. So, so spirit says, taps you on the shoulder and you say, yeah, 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 I, I hear you, but I'm busy. So spirit picks up the hand, slaps you across the face, and you go, ow, okay, I hear you, but I'm busy. So now it's time for the two-by-four. The two-by-four is going to set you back just a little bit. It's going to kind of, you have to kind of get to equilibrium, but you're still holding on to the fear, still holding on to whatever, and you still don't listen, and so now the house falls on your head. And when the house falls on your head, it drops you to your knees. You have no choice but to wake up. So the program that I'm creating is the tools that the busiest executives, the soccer moms, all those that keep saying, I know I hear you and I'm feeling it, but I'm busy. That program is going to give them step-by-step-by-step process which to spiritually integrate into their busy lives this awakening. That's awesome. And I... I, I, I'm not saying that for all of us, in other words, you and I both know we can't go to the mountaintop and find ourselves. We, we'd yeah, love it's to. right here. We'd, yeah, yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to take a retreat. We can't. Moms are working, taking kids to soccer practice. Husbands are stressed and working. But everyone are get, everyone's getting the whispers, the slaps, the smacks. I'm I'm saying that all of the work I've done up to this point is about guiding them into a process where they can go through this spiritual awakening and take these tools, go to work, watch an experience happen, and then integrate that tool and shift their perception about what's going on so they can start getting the breakthrough moments and the ahas without the house having to fall on their head. So that that's what's like coming a, up for me during this That sounds moment. really interesting. You know why this is really interesting to me, Susan, is because you have Pluto at the mountaintop, basically, in your chart. It's sitting at high noon, and any time a planet is sitting at that particular position, the midheaven, we call it in astrology, it brings some very powerful energy into your life in, in terms of what it is that you're going to be known for, your reputation, what you are an authority in. And Pluto is um, sitting here, transforming what it is that you're going to be doing in the world. So I think that if you can get some real clarity, you know, and be able to set some powerful intentions at the new moon, which, by the way, the new moon actually is on June 8th, and it occurs at 8.56 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. So adjust that for the parts of the country that you live in. Um, then you are really going to be able to see how this changes the whole dynamic and the direction of your career. So very powerful new moon for you. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much for sharing with us today, Susan. Thank you, Janet. As always, you are amazing. Well, thank you. You too. Take care now. <laughs> I will. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So today we're in the middle of a lively discussion about the upcoming new moon, and this is an opportune time for you to discover what pathways are opening up for you and to discover what opportunities lie ahead. If you've been looking to bring about change in your life, whatever your desires might be, I can help you discover what is opening up just for you. So the first five listeners today who contact me at the end of the show will receive a 20% discount on a personalized new moon reading. 
So to take advantage of the special offer, you can call me at 360-399-1122 or send an email to Janet at living-astrology.com. First five listeners, 20% discount. So now I would like to go back and uh, I pulled a chart for my two guests today. So I would like to talk to uh, Jana first about her her, um, chart. So Jana, did you get the copy I sent to you? I do. I have it in front of me. Yours is actually a fabulous new moon because it opens up the uh, door for me to talk to you about the power wish period, which is what I find that you're in right now. And the power wish period was suggested first by Jan Spiller, who wrote the book on the new moon, and uh, new moon astrology, excuse me. And she talks about the time of year where the sun and uh, the sun and moon move through uh, the 11th house in your chart, as it being a time when all of the things that you're thinking about manifest at uh, a stronger, faster pace, and uh, thus the name, the power wish period. So the idea here for you with this new moon in your 11th house is that of really being very cognizant about what it is that you're trying to create, what it is that you're intending, and then being very aware of the thoughts that are either backing it up or trying to tear it down. Uh, because whatever it is that you're, you're um, focused on has a very powerful way of coming into existence very rapidly during this time period. And I think I sent this to you earlier, but just in case, this this happens for you every year at the same time, by the way. And I think it's something like from May 28th uh, until, what was it, uh, July 3rd, that this is in effect for you. And so here with this new moon, you have this opportune time to really powerfully connect with something else, something you know that has to do with your bigger vision, because the 11th house rules your goals, um, your your bigger dream what it is that you really want to be doing even with groups of people um, uh, that, you know, what what is it that you want to create? And because the opposition point for the 11th house is the 5th house of creativity, and in your personal chart you have a lot of planets in that part, including your <laughs> destiny, right? Yes, I so do. What do you want? <laughs> so this is, a, this is a very important lunation for you. Um, not only because of the things we've already talked about, but because for you personally, this is the time of year where you set yourself up for a very powerful future. So um, perfect timing for you to be on the show today and for me to decide, oh, this is the day we're going to do Jana's chart. Oh, no, this is perfect. It's so I, I just love the way everything sort of comes together because I set some really big goals that I sort of launched on June 1st for the next 90 days. And so it's just amazing that this is in perfect alignment with what my chart says. Yeah. And you know what I find? I find that actually subconsciously that we're often in alignment with what was going on in our charts, but that Mm -hmm. sometimes we have this resistance to listening (laughs) to what our inner voice is saying. And right. for right now, because we have Neptune going to in, uh, going to retrograde motion, we're in a better position to actually listen to and act from that space. And for you, this becomes the way to really set yourself on a path of something new, something that is in alignment, like I said, with your bigger vision, your bigger dream. Oh, that's perfect. I'm very excited. Thanks for, yeah. for pointing that out for me. Yes, you're very welcome. And Cleo, before you get left out of the game here, I wanted to look at yours, too. And I'm uh, ready. You what? I'm ready. 
<laughs> yours is in the house of transformation, the eighth house. And um, remember when I was talking to Susan, I said that uh, the new moon uh, for her was going to uh, hit Jupiter right after it was new. For you, the planet that gets hit before the new moon in this case is the planet Uranus. So I think it's going to be very interesting for you over the next day or two as we're lining up for this new moon to see what kind of things come to you, what kind of inspirations, what kind of ahas. I mean, you and I talked on the phone earlier today about a a little mini aha that had come to you in your personal life. But I would look maybe for some bigger things to show up that really show you Uh, perhaps because of the position of it being opposite the second house of value, how you have not been good to yourself or kind to yourself or have not valued yourself and allows you the ability to change that right now, like today or the minute you have this aha. So um, very inspirational for you in this. And then not long after the new moon, your destiny gets hit by the moon and the sun. And that will happen as we get later into the month of June or to the end of uh, Gemini. But again, it seems like whatever inspiration comes um, is opening you up a new pathway as well. So it'll be interesting. Be, you know, dreams, whatever dreams come up, whatever um, you might hear, you know, something that somebody says and it triggers something for you. Uh, But it's a very powerful lightning bolt out of the blue, aha moment kind of thing coming to you with this new moon. Be ready, girl. All right. I'm up for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I want to be able to get to your um, meditation here, but Jeff tells me that we have a question from Anne-Marie. So, uh, Anne-Marie, what's your question? Are you there? Okay. Well, let me just let the producer know I'm ready to do this with Anne-Marie. And... Okay, well, let's go on. Um, now, Cleo, Everett. Hi, sorry, Anne Marie. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. My What's question, question is, my question is regarding my career. Um, okay. Today, I was told that I have like you could say a mini promotion. I'm okay. taking over one of my coworkers, um, his job while I'm still doing the assignment that I was originally on. So I'm doing two assignments. Okay. Um, however, I'm kind of worried about what my bosses have planned because they haven't told me anything about paperwork doing this because this is a government type of job. So okay. I don't know if I'm I, – I, my fear is will I be shifty or is some slide stuff going on with my pay and things of that nature? Okay, so can uh, two questions. What sign are you? Gemini. You are a Gemini. And then what day is your birthday in Gemini here? June the 20th. June the day after my birthday. So happy upcoming birthday. So Thank you. You're welcome. And so here's here's what my sense is without pulling your chart. Uh, of course, that is that um on June 20th, your birthday this year is a turning point where the planets begin to move, uh, where the sun is getting ready to move out of Gemini and into Cancer. And that means that this year on your birthday, Jupiter is conjunct the sun. And what that ha- when that happens, that begins a new 12-year cycle for you. And, of course, I'm telling you this because I know this 
because my birthday is just the day before yours and it's happening at the same time. So be very open to what this may bring for you. And if there is something under the surface going on, it's going to get revealed because Neptune going retrograde does not allow for secrets to be hidden for long. Um, and the other advice I would give you here is to have what your intentions are. What is it that you want to uh, experience with this job? How do you want to see this turn out? Because we're at a new moon, and it's your intentions that drive the circumstances of the things that will happen for you. So what is your intention? Keep it very powerful. Keep it very true to you and authentic to you. And then be aware that you are about to embark on a whole new 12-year cycle of growth. So whatever happens, even if, even if it feels a little murky at first, it's really setting you up for something really beneficial and expansive for the near future. Okay? Okay. Very good. Thank you so much for calling in and, and waiting to give me your question. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so now we're going to turn this over to Cleo to go through our um, new moon monthly meditation. And Cleo tells me this is about six minutes today, so everybody get relaxed and cozy in their seats. And Cleo, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, okay. here we go. Let's get our feet on the ground. Feel the earth. And as you focus, Breathe softly and step gently into the new moon energy of Gemini. Because Gemini is such a high energy state, such an active mind during this period, take a moment and breathe to ground into Mother Earth, sending that strong root system deep in, knowing she holds you with great love as she supports you here and now, allowing your heart to open as you take in the message of Gemini. What does the new moon in Gemini stand for? Emotion, social skills, learning, local relationships, communication, overactive mental processes, logic, and health issues. So what does this Gemini moon want to say to you? What lies in your path to honor? What is your intention within the energy of Gemini? Your attention on your intention is what makes a difference. I'm going to make some suggestions. And as I do, don't try these ideas on with your mind, but go just a little deeper and go beyond into the feeling. Feel what it's like to embody what Gemini is expressing. The new moon in Gemini is here to help you open up to new communication skills, such as writing, speaking, effective listening, teaching, and understanding different opinions. 
this Gemini cycle is here to awaken social skills. It's helping you explore being tactful, acceptance, quick thinking, enjoying the moment, the witness, having sociable nature. It all becomes alive during the Gemini moon. Consider your state of mind as Gemini energy expands your learning abilities through factual information, formal education, the print media, the internet, and curiosity. Gemini energy opens you up to areas of logic, such as Awareness of options, cleverness, short-term results, handyman skills, ingenuity, and variety. It's a good time to explore relationships now with your brothers, sisters, neighbors, schoolmates, and roommates. Pay attention to motion, automobile mechanical issues, short trips, transportation, restless energy, and excitability. The Gemini New Moon is also here to help you see with awareness what you can let go of. It's a perfect time to explore challenging issues, such as an overactive mental process, excessive questioning, word trickery, superficiality, nervousness, and indecision. So just breathe, become aware, and let it go. The new moon in Gemini affects your health as well in these areas. Your hands, arms, wrists, shoulders, a fever, lungs, breathing, and your nervous system. Pay attention to the messages your body sends you. But take this all in, gently knowing it is all within you. Take in these intentions with the love and the help of this Gemini moon. With gratitude, see this great being you know as Gemini, loving you throughout this new cycle. You can do it with awareness and ease. And there you go.
Are you there? Hello. I like we've I lost Shanna. There you are. <laughs> no, I was just talking away and forgot that I had muted myself because I had a sneezing fit. Uh, <laughs> Gemini, the trickster. So, thank you all for joining me today, Cleo and uh, Jana. I have been so blessed to have you on my show. Uh, next week, I will be joined by Sarah Troy, uh, where we will be talking about True Colors and Diva, which is uh, an acronym for Dream, Inspire, Vision, and Action. And everybody, have a stellar week. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.